Let's talk just a little bit about the history of Costa Rica, how it all started, who was involved, and where we are today with all this. Setting foot on this rich coast for the first time must have been an exciting time for those weary sailors. In 1502, when Christopher Columbus landed in Puerto Limon, a little island right off the coast, less than 20 indigenous tribes occupied the lands in which what is now called Costa Rica. The golden bands that the region's Carib Indians wore as earrings and nose rings inspired the Columbus crew to name the country Costa Rica, of course meaning rich coast. Columbus's arrival ultimately led to the eradication of these native populations as exotic diseases and fatal battles took their toll. A sad time in history there. While large-scale colonization was rampant in other Central American countries, few Spanish colonists claimed lands in Costa Rica due to the lack of mineral wealth, gold and silver, and the lack of an abundant Indian population to work the land. Initial attempts to colonize all of the coastal areas were unsuccessful due to the extreme heat, the dense jungle, and diseases such as dengue fever and malaria. Colonists finally settled in the cooler central highlands of Cartago in 1563. As most of the native population had perished, the settlers worked the land themselves and became small landowners. Cartago remained a provincial capital of colonial Spain for nearly two and a half centuries before moving the capital to San Jose. Of course, that's about 15 miles west of Cartago, and that was in 1823. In 1821, Costa Rica and several other Central American provinces declared their independence from Spain. Juan Mora Fernandez elected the nation's first chief of state, what is now called the president, in 1824, initiated the construction of roads and ports and also established a judicial system. Moreover, he encouraged coffee cultivation by providing free land grants to farmers. The cultivation of coffee would transform Costa Rica in the 19th century to an economic global powerhouse. At the time, only a few families owned sizable properties. As Costa Rica began to develop, these few families, rich in land, soon became some of the wealthiest in the country and in the world. To support the coffee trade, an ox cart path was built from the fertile Central Valley where most of the coffee was being grown to the Caribbean coast for direct export to Europe and other parts of the globe. This trade ultimately opened doors to European influence as doctors, artisans, and naturalists from these areas immigrated to Costa Rica in the 1850s. The capital city of San Jose rapidly developed and as a note was one of the first three cities in the world to have electricity. I did not know that. In 1871, Jamaican slaves, Chinese indentured servants, and American convicts were brought in to begin railroad construction. This was significant in that it would unite the coffee-growing Central Valley with the Caribbean port of Limon. The new railroad helped boost the coffee industry, and the steady rise in coffee exports resulted in a wealthy upper class and a prosperous Costa Rican economy. In fact, Barrio Amon just a few blocks north of the downtown area of San Jose is home to many of the mansions that these coffee barons built in the 1890s and through to about 1910. 
This barrio, which is Spanish for neighborhood, is home now to many hotels, B&Bs, and cafes, but still holds the charm of the past. I suggest a walking tour of Barrio Amon when you visit San Jose in Costa Rica. The first democratic elections were held in 1889, and other than two brief periods of violence, democracy has been synonymous with Costa Rica ever since. Costa Rica is one of the most successful democracies in the Americas. In 1970, Federico Tinoco overthrew the elected president, Alfredo Gonzalez. Most Costa Ricans, as well as the United States, opposed Tinoco's overthrow, and he was deposed in 1919. In the close presidential excuse me, election of 1948, Rafael Calderon fraudulently claimed victory over Otilio Ulate. The dispute precipitated a six-week civil war, resulting in over 2,000 deaths. Jose Ferrer, a supporter of Ulate, assumed presidency for 18 months before deferring back to Ulate. Economic and social reforms since 1948 have enabled the country to remain stable. A new constitution was adopted and elections have since been free and fair. That's up for negotiation, but that's what it says. Costa Rica still has a large agricultural sector, including coffee and bananas, pineapple and sugar exports. In the last 20 years, ecotourism and technology both have taken off and become top-earning industries in the country. Costa Ricans enjoy a high standard of living and land ownership is widespread. The country boasts a high literacy rate a large middle class and a stable government that has functioned without an army for more than 60 years. In the past 10 years especially, global companies have moved towards expanding their footprints in Costa Rica because of the labor pool here. Many bilingual workers who are intelligent and hardworking lend to success in business for any company who participates. It's an exciting time for Costa Rica here in 2021. Stay tuned. As always, we thank you so much for listening, and we invite you to listen to our other 600-plus episodes of our Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series. The only reason we do all of this is to share our knowledge and spread the good news about one of the happiest countries on the planet. We invite you to get caught up with all of our episodes in the next couple of weeks. We cover all topics imaginable about Costa Rica. We keep them short because we know you're busy and we respect your time, usually not more than eight minutes long at the most. We can be found on all major podcast venues, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Radio FM, Anchor, the Apple and the Google podcast platforms, and so many more. All you have to do is Google our name. We'll pop up for you. I've also added a link to our Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts website. If you are considering a move to Costa Rica and are interested in acquiring legal status for you alone or for you and your family, we have over 20 years of experience helping individuals and families make the move to this amazing country. Be sure to check us out when you're ready. Again, Google Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. Thanks again. We'll see you here tomorrow. And keep in mind that we do present these podcast episodes to you seven days a week. And we never try to miss a day only because there's so much good news coming out of Costa Rica and so many things to talk about that we simply want to keep you updated each and every day. Pura Vida, thanks for listening. And hey, we'll see you tomorrow about the same time.